0: Morning, folks. Welcome to the Circling Back Podcast as I casually fade this music out. This is Dave. I'm joined by Dylan Shivery. Hi, Dylan. Hey, Dave. What's up? Where's Will? He's in Michigan, man. Although I'm still fading here in the Early Bird CBD studios in Austin, Texas.
1: You write that thing out much longer than Will does, by the way. You know, it's just hard not to. Yeah, It's so good. It's a fire beat.
0: It is a fire beat? Shout out, beat geeks!
1: I remind everybody, this is uh, coming to you from the Early Bird CBD Studio here in Austin, Texas. Uh huh. I yeah. said that. No, you didn't. I did. You Old did. Tape. Barrett? Did he? He did. He did. Oh, right, how yeah. did I miss that? Yeah, he dropped it. Your heads in up your ass, yeah, you Jeb. <laughs> that's that's fair. Fair to say.
0: Hey, who's uh,
1: We have another voice here.
0: Who's very unique and hilarious? Laugh is that? <laughs> it
1: sounds like Barrett Dudley. It's Barrett
0: Dudley, DJ Duds. What's up, Barrett? Good morning. You're filling in for Will.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, Vacation Will has this thing going on, so it's just uh, Working Man Barrett
1: here. He's on one, too. He's doing content up there. Is he? What kind of content is he doing? Photographic. He's he's taking... You know, like artistic pictures of golf courses and food and people and people. I uh, you yeah. know
2: that's he, he's. Uh, <laughs> I've been noticing that, and I I, I was on my uh, my fantasy football live draft weekend this past weekend.
0: Oh, how's your team looking, man?
2: My uh, it's you know I'm going to the ship this year, no question. <laughs> uh, but uh, I I thought to myself like, what if I just started doing like artistic portrait photography of my bros here on this fantasy football <laughs> <laughs> weekend trip? Like, how would they? How would they react or respond to that?
1: He, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, I've never seen anyone, he, he's good at it. He's, he's really good, he's good at it. At, no, he's absolutely. He, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I'm very jealous of the uh, of skill because my photos never look like that.
1: No, I, I go play golf and I just, uh, you know, I, I don't think like, how can I capture this yeah. and make it look <laughs> like it's a postcard? Yeah. Uh, I just play golf and, and have fun. Um, He's but, good
0: at capturing candid moments. Yeah. Like um I don't know, like a like a nice a little laugh to yourself after you take a sip of your uh rose cider. Yeah. Or something. Exa- it's like, exactly huh. right. Like you thinking about a moment from your childhood and he
2: just happens to get like the perfect moment in portrait mode. Yeah, he could probably start a side gig as just like a candid wedding photo iPhone yeah. wedding photographer.
1: Then then he'll snap like a like a dope relish tray and make it look like it's you know, from a, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. From a, a magazine. absolutely. There's
0: nothing doper than a relish
2: tray.
1: Yeah, he's big on that. Anyway. Hey, speaking of that have that hot beat from
2: Beat Geeks, it kinda got a it, it's got a succession tone to it. Have y'all talked about that?
0: I'll pull the curtain back. When I hit up my boy, Norris, for this beat, I kinda told him we're this is a year ago or so and I was like, We're
2: kinda looking for a little succession y. Okay, it's got Did the you? vibe. He'd it's deliver. got the vibe. True. Oh, true true. Those little, those little uh, like tinkling keys. Yeah. You know?
0: Succession has the hardest beat in the game. Tinkling
1: the ivory. It's yeah. pretty dope.
0: We're gonna talk about that. We all watch this
1: episode, right? Yeah. That'll do. be yeah. near the end of the show here. Okay. More, in the, more middle.
0: Dylan, you're the you need to keep us on schedule and on you know point here because I'll, I I'll, you know me.
1: I'll do this. I mean keep it moving, the little index fingers in a circular motion.
0: That's what Micah used to Let, do. Let's it move used on. to drive me up the wall. Yeah. <laughs> When we would be in the middle of like what I thought was like comedy gold and he would like wave us on. I'd be like, dude, like, Micah, shut the no, fuck up. Dude.
1: We're doing content in here. Well, what really drove him crazy was was when we'd go through the whole rundown and then we like the last five minutes, we just bullshit for a little bit just to kill time. Yeah. 100%. We started to do it just to get under his, his skin. Oh, yeah. He'd be like, all right, guys, it's, we're done here.
0: <laughs> He's a very he tries to be efficient. He yeah. tried to be efficient. And, and we so, would
1: just. <laughs> so part of that was just us fucking with him. It
0: was just us playing like keep away. Yeah. Like just tossing it over yeah. his head.
1: Like what are you gonna do? Cut it on us, cut the mics? I guess he could have. He could been, have been fucked up.
0: I watched uh I watched cage fights with him this weekend. Uh with Micah, also with Dan, Jack Hammer, he is how he's known to most. Right. And then J Bone, <laughs> Jared Borislow. Mm-hmm. We watched uh we watched the UFC card, two forty one at Little Woodrow's. Ah. The most crowded I've ever seen that bar, all dudes. A few girlfriends who got dragged, you know, up there. It was the smelliest I've ever, I've ever seen.
1: Was this a pay per view event?
0: UFC two forty one, and then also you had the combination of that with Cowboys preseason.
1: But it wasn't pay per view.
0: It was pay per view. Oh, okay. They show them up there.
1: That, that's why it was so crowded then, I guess.
0: And it was just, it was just testosterone and and just, yeah, body odor. It was amazing. Just
1: man meat everywhere.
0: Just man meat, sweat. Everybody had that glisten on their face.
2: There yeah. was, well, I can't remember who McGregor was fighting, but in, it was one of the big, big McGregor fights, like early McGregor, not after he got his, it was not after he got his ass beat by Nate Diaz. It was before that. It was a okay. big fight. Um, and we went to Fado Irish pub to watch this fight All right, oh, boy. and I've, I've, I don't think I've ever been like so nervous about getting in a fight in my entire life Really? because it was just packed with dudes who were just like itching. To, yeah. to, like, body you up. The kind of guy you don't okay. want to bump into at a bar Ex- on a regular day. Yes,
1: absolutely. Yes. And this is, like, he's extra teed up on when, yeah. the, when McGregor's so on the street It's funny, because
0: Micah, I don't know, Micah runs in these circles now. You know, he did his little exhibition. So, he's kind of a little bit dialed into the jujitsu community. Apparently, there were multiple jiu-jitsu clubs doing their watches, watch parties at Woodrow's. So, there's just certified killers all <laughs> over the place. So, me, like, normally, I try to walk around, like, I'm, you know... I blow myself up and like I was like meek. I was like head down, <laughs> looking yeah. at the ground. Like dude, just don't take any l's. It was fun though. Great card. Shout out Nate Diaz. anybody you see any of that? No. Nate Diaz is so fucking sick. I love. No, that I dude.
1: just saw Nate Diaz's. Did, did he win a video? fight?
0: He did. He did first fight since the second Conor fight, and he uh,
1: like three years or something.
0: Yeah, he's just he's just a perennial shit talker. Yeah, and just doesn't give a fuck. And he was. It is, uh, you know, his open workout they do where you go up there and hit pads and stuff. Instead of instead of hitting pads or doing any type of physical activity, he just walked around and smoked a, what was apparently a CBD <laughs> strain of a joint, but he just walked around smoking. Somebody's like, he just lit up a joint. He's just walking around, like looking at the cameras and looking at the crowd. Like, what the fuck is this?
1: It's great. Love that dude. Very we have you been up to, man? Oh, not too much.
2: Um, still doing podcasting. I'm working full time for a company based out of Austin called Howler Brothers, which makes great yeah. surfing and fishing lifestyle apparel. Uh, and uh, stuff. yeah, pushing a new
1: whip. I see out I, there
2: pushing a new whip. Yeah. You're looking yeah. out for Barrett. Seriously. He's
0: rocking that Hermanos hat.
1: Is that the I'm year of Barrett. Bros.
2: <laughs> it's uh, I mean, I, I I didn't realize that I had like uh, a grind boy inside of me, but now it's my my, my grind boy has, has really started to uh, to shine here in 2019 yeah i think yeah. a lot
1: of former grand dexians are uh grand grand Dexuals, as we <laughs> sometimes called ourselves are finding themselves in this that uh, you're know, like uh, wow i have to actually you know yeah yeah get like a real work hard i, I gotta put hours <laughs> in now you know if you don't
0: work if you don't work you don't eat you don't grind you don't shine
2: that's true that wow. is that is what they say No, say you no know,
0: are or buts you got to keep that in mind dylan just yeah just so you know um do you want to announce uh, where you're doing the Club Cool podcast? Because I think we have some breaking news here.
2: It is breaking news. They're uh, a, a partnership. A, we've joined hands, Club Cool and Washed Media. Hell yes. If
0: I had do we have a clap track on I'd that? I need like fanfare or like ho- hype horn. Hype horn would
2: be ideal. You want yeah. me
0: to just hit a miscellaneous one?
1: <laughs> you just me to just do something wild? Just go w- fucking low. Sure. What if you get do like it. a clown hawk though? Good. You know? Dude, just push a button. <laughs> I said forget about it, cuz. Oh shit, it's Paul Walker. <laughs> RIP, RIP, man. Bear's a big Fast and Furious guy. A too. Huge That's Fast and Furious. furious and it works guy. out well. Yeah, Dude. Yeah.
0: Hey, you know what I found out about Fast and Furious? We'll get to the Club Cool stuff in a minute. So Tyrese, uh, he doesn't. He's beefing with The Rock. Or uh, something? Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And is Vin Diesel beefing with The Rock too? Or they just don't like each other? What's the story? I
2: I, I think that the I think the you know the 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 core of that beef is that. All those guys kind of feel like The Rock swept in, like swooped in and stole the franchise. He definitely did, sort of, because he's the Rock. and now he's the one like getting like these big spinoffs and everything like yeah. that. And I think they're all a little bit salty about that. Okay, my my take on that is that that's stupid because if the if what the franchise needed to like stay alive and keep pumping out numbers eight, nine, ten, and beyond was a little energy boost from The Rock, then those guys should be like kissing his feet because they still get paid buku bucks rising tide for coming back on the uh, on all the sequels yeah which they get to be a part of
0: i agree i i just i was kind of bummed that i'm not into this franchise because now that i know that there's like infighting and there's beefs Mm -hmm. and stuff i'm like and you know certain people can't film their their stuff on the same day as other people because you know they don't want to cross paths like i wish i was in on this more
1: paul walker is spinning his grave man Just all this beef going on yeah it's like they're forgetting that Family about is family. the most important thing. Forget about it, huh? Yeah. Forget <laughs> about the beef, huh? Drop the beef. It's too bad. Yeah, but but the club club cool. I'm. I'm no, excited. We should we should probably go back to that. Huge huge news. We're very excited for it. It
2: is very exciting. Club Cool. Uh, it, it had some it had some ad deals booked on it through uh you know still through Grandex for a little while, and then we've kind of just been doing our own thing for uh for a, a month or two here, and. I was, uh, I was, I wanted to, I was hopeful that we could orchestrate exactly what happened and and bring it under the umbrella and and work to, and, and work together and and we got it done. So, so we need
0: we need everybody at home to do two things: subscribe to Club Cool. Yes. where can they find that? Is that? Like the iTunes stuff? Is that right?
2: Anywhere that you're listening to, oh. circling back, right, right. You right. can also find the Club Cool podcast. So search for it, Club Cool.
0: Mash that subscribe button. You have to mash it. And then now also shit. five
1: stars. Give it five stars. Give it five. And a couple of nice words about it. And tell them Dave sent you. And if you haven't listened to it yet, start listening. Oh, for sure. What, what's it about, real quick, for the people who don't? I think most. People so do yeah, know. I mean,
2: our our my the elevator pitch is that we meet at the intersection of style and pop culture. Yes. And that is that that pretty much encompasses what we talk about. But just for an example, like last week we talked about. The Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth split.
0: That's a tough one. Celeb
2: mm-hmm. relationships in general. Hate to see it. We, I know you really do. Uh, we talked about ASAP Rocky getting home from Sweden, putting yeah. that to bed, and then uh, and then we touched on some style stuff too. We talked about a couple of fall trends that we're seeing. We talked about um, we talked about like a new Converse drop. So we we like to hit on both sides of that, and occasionally we'll throw in other stuff like movies or TV or restaurants or just uh, you know, the finer things in life, really.
0: Back on our, our previous podcast that we used to do, Barrett, before he was even, you know, dicking around with Club Cool, he would come on and just pretty much roast us like, what do you guys, you guys are dressing like trash, and just kind of keep us up to date on all the fits, Those man. are
1: some of the more fun episodes. People so. love those. Yeah, they did.
0: Um, and they were very helpful for us. I mean, Barrett pretty much told me to my face that my gene game was trash. It <laughs> changed my life, honestly. He
1: told pretty much all of us that. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably kindest to Will. Uh, in that department, in the whole apparel department, and that's probably des- we Will just wears
0: uh, pajamas for an athleisure for the most part. So that's true.
2: I mean, that original, the very first episode that I ever appeared on on t- on Touching Base was that was pre Man Outfitters ah. as well. So I feel like I I feel like we really feel like all you guys and you know the Grand Dexians in general just kind of like raised the bar a little bit for themselves. As as we as we as, as all of us got like a little bit of a, more of a taste of uh you know sure new brand of some of the, of some of those new Which, brands dude and, that's uh, where I first and, heard about your new employer Hat cool. Brothers yeah
1: yeah yeah that's I true. love that
0: hat you've been rocking like it's a good hat
2: it is it's a very good hat yeah And this
0: is non spawn this is all non
2: spawn non spawn and okay. while I'm here plugging their fall stuff actually drops tomorrow their fall line that's huge so. I would go check that out because there's a lot of cool-looking stuff.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Fall can't come soon enough.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was said multiple times on Saturday. (laughs) Um,
1: Because you are with Jackhammer.
0: Because I was with the Jackhammer, yeah. yeah. So, hey, if you guys like this fun and easy banter, we do Patreon. Patreon.com slash circlingbackpodcast. It's $5. Get a weekly listener voicemail episode every single week. Or... You can get optimized. We've got a ten dollars optimized tier. It gets you that episode. It gets you bachelor content. It gets you other stuff. We're about to be doing some wild one-offs. I'm very excited about it. Things are going to be looking really good for the optimized. Things are looking tier. up,
1: really good. Yeah,
0: really up. Um, okay, y'all want to? Uh, man, I don't want to jump right into this somber yeah, store, but you we guys have hear to hear about
1: the the sad news from the weekend. We have
0: to eulogize the great the Texas legend Cedric. Yeah, Benson.
1: former Texas running back Cedric Benson also played for. He was a First round pick of the Bears, played for the Bengals as Midlandly well. Midland Lee Rebel, I think he played for the Packers for a minute too. He did. Uh, yeah, he passed away in a motorcycle accident in Austin over the weekend on twenty two twenty two, I believe, is where mm. it happened. Yeah. Uh, sad stuff, man. Thirty six. My first memory of him. Not, we don't need to make this like a big, like somber segment, but I watched him play uh, high school state championship in Austin against Westlake High School because oh. he was like, you know, five star kid. He was going to Texas. He was like the man. He
0: was the—I uh, would say—he's the biggest like legend. Like if, if you were in high school back then, like you always heard about this
1: dude at Midland. So he won three state championships. Yeah. In those three state championship games, he had a total of fifteen touchdowns.
2: I, I'll just also say that he went to uh, high school Midland Lee brought them back-to-back-to-back to back to back state championships. Yep. Those are the only state championships in the school's history. Really? So it's not like this is like a powerhouse high school football team that re- wins them on the reg. Like, they wow. won them because Cedric Benton was that good. He, and keep uh, in mind,
0: Midland is West Texas. Yeah, very West. Like, this isn't like some suburb of Dallas or Houston or Austin. It's way the fuck out there.
2: He's uh, second on the all-time rushing list at UT behind Ricky Williams. He, I mean crazy to think like when i was just like looking back at you know his tape basically number four number four overall yeah that's Do- where zeke got drafted doke walker award winner you know like he was yeah. a huge huge deal he was a stud had his best years with the Bengals. yeah went to the playoffs a few times and then he was kind of a fixture around austin i, w- I was just talking to, to dave off mike before we started the pod that i saw him out at, at our old office park a couple of times like hitting up one of those supplement or just oh really doing deals or, or meeting up with uh, oh. with a couple of those supplement companies that were out there?
1: Yeah, I spent a lot of time on uh, Lake Lake Travis and Lake, lake, lake Travis. Austin. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. My my uh, step brother actually uh, was out on the lake one time in Lake Austin, and said rolls up on a jet ski. He's like, "Hey, I want to try wakeboarding." And they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, you're Cedric Benson. Let's go!" And they showed him how to like you know get in the bindings and all yeah. that and how to, how to get up and yeah, too bad.
0: Damn, that's a great story.
1: Sucks to lose a legend, I, just, I want to try wakeboarding. Yeah, and of course, it's Cedric Benson. Did he get
0: up? Was he able to pop himself I up? I
1: don't know if he, he ever got up. I think it was, I don't know if he did, actually. I don't think he did. Okay. Because they were like, man, this, this great athlete can't even get up on a wakeboard. But it, it's a it's an, it's a learned skill.
0: So, my I think it was my junior year, uh, Duncanville, who I talk about quite often. Uh, like, one of our first playoff matchups was against Midland League. And this is in like oh two thousand or two thousand one, and I had a bunch of friends who played football, and um, they were like, "Yeah, this Cedric Benson guy's legit." And you know, we'd heard about him. You know, he was on the cover of Dave Campbell's, yeah. uh, and you knew this guy was a beast. But so me, I you know, me and my buddies who didn't play, we we're just talking shit, we we're being cocky. So we're walking through the through the uh, the halls of Texas Stadium in Irving, So that's where they played the some of the playoff games back then, and we're yelling like Cedric who we're yelling all this shit. And then he proceeds to just absolutely run through Duncanville. Yeah, like it was a man amongst boys, and like Duncanville had a pretty good team, and they also had Eric Winston on that team.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say who is a monster in his own right, played at Miami. I believe he was a tight end for the middle middle league team. Because I I was watching the game, like who the fuck is this guy that's six seven out here, just towering over these these little white kids from Westlake. It was Eric Winston?
0: I had a good buddy who played on the line who was having a lineup against him. Yeah, and he was getting just demolished by Eric Winston the it entire game. Right. Yeah, but yeah, Cedric Benson, Eric Winston. But yeah, R.I.P. Cedric, dude. I mean, he was. I wasn't even Legend. a Texas fan, and I was just like, dude, this guy's such a monster. He was a monster,
2: Dave. You didn't play
1: football out there at DeVille?
0: No, I I quit playing a uh, freshman year. Also, I just a- didn't have the size or or, or the skill. <laughs>
1: Cedric <laughs> Benson, also a great baseball player. A lot of people didn't know that that's, about him. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Really? Yeah. Huh. I believe he was actually drafted.
2: It, I th- yeah, now that you say that, I th- I think I feel like I remember this.
1: What do yeah. I feel like that's underreported? Could have been like a two-way guy. Yeah. Ricky Williams, that's what they had in common. They, they were both drafted uh, by MLB teams.
0: I didn't know that about Ricky Williams. I don't think I
1: did either. He was drafted by the Phillies, yeah. Interesting. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Speaking of that, did you watch any Kyler the other
1: night? No, but I heard he struggled.
0: Yeah, it didn't look great.
1: Yeah, Raiders. Something, something with his his clap snap. That it's not working. Uh, yeah, there's he's, the he's got to stop clapping. Is what they're saying. Why? Because that's college shit. But it, it works, right? What's it? How's it different than saying
2: "hut"? I don't think a single NFL t- I, because, like, I don't know. I didn't actually read the article that I saw. I just saw a headline that was like Kyler has to stop clapping. I don't know. I think it it it's it's more of a tip than than okay. than the huts are. He's I mean, the, he. I think the a lot of you know, like a lot of teams will go to the the silent snap, mm-hmm. just to you yeah. know throw him off.
1: Maybe
0: I think he'll be fine. I did have this thought, like, what if he just falls on his face three years NFL, then just says, "I'm going to go play baseball." Like that's that's pretty much in the realm of possibility.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah,
0: that's a nice fallback plan. So <laughs>
1: yeah, that's yeah, all we have to I say think about so that. too.
2: is Antonio Brown just like completely losing his mind? Is he losing his cabeza?
1: i mean, we 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 kind of saw this coming a little bit, right? Like yeah,
0: I guess I underestimated his uh weirdness,
1: yeah, he's just an absolute prima donna well, because he yeah, he
2: he he had this reputation like on the early days of the, when he was like awesome for the Steelers, he was like one of the guys that like he didn't say shit. He was he was a great yeah.
1: teammate by all accounts. Like, and then he be, he reached superstar. status. And then he
2: reached superstar status and like just went full Terrell Owens basically. What is
1: it with receivers that I makes did. them so eccentric? It's like T.O. Antonio Brown. Yeah, uh, I'm, there's a million examples. Yeah, there's guys yeah. that are just uh, Odell. Bryant, Odell Beckham Jr. Odell these Beckham. guys that are just total hotheads when they and it's the receiver position. Yeah, all the time. Yep, every time.
0: The the hot air balloon into camp was a, a big red flag
1: for me. Ocho cinco
0: didn't make any sense. Just seemed unnecessary. Like just a just a waste of capital. <laughs> you didn't have. You could have just gone in like a vehicle, like an. This Uber. is like
1: the third year in a row he's made some kind of crazy grand entrance like that.
0: I do respect his ability to to do content though. He's creating a lot of content. I mean, hell, we're not even a sports pod. We're sitting here talking about it. The helmet thing's weird though, and it might drag out. I don't know.
2: It's like you do the masked singer one time, and suddenly you're fucking brad pitt over here
0: did he do the masked singer yeah <laughs> what,
2: what, is the the
1: mask, what is the Masked what is the mask singer
2: that was like a uh a, s- a summer reality program where it was a singing competition but all at, and celebrities were the ones competing <laughs> but they were all they all were in like these massive like japanese mascot style costumes with big big heads on and stuff does he have pipes and so now nah, he went out in like week three or four i think not not great. Okay, nothing to write home about. Right, and uh, yeah, so he was on that competition. Hmm. T Pain won the T-Pain.
0: first
1: the first season,
0: which seems unfair.
1: T Pain can straight sing. T Pain mm-hmm. can
0: sing. That dude's tight. If you haven't watched his uh, NPR performance, uh, what is it? Is it Tiny called? desk. Tiny desk. Yeah, he used to call me Tiny desk. <laughs> Go watch it. It's on YouTube. It's on the YouTube stuff streaming. Hey. Speaking of streaming, you want to talk about Harry's real
1: quick? Let's talk Harry's, Dave.
0: Barrett, a lot of guys buy disposable razors when they travel. Mm -hmm. This summer, this hot boy summer, you don't have to sacrifice quality for price. You just don't. Harry's delivers high-quality, travel-friendly shave supplies at a great low price. Just $2 per blade. We all use it. It's awesome. It's in my dop kit. Even though I'm trying to let this stubble grow out, I'm still using the... uh, the post-shave mist and stuff, which is underrated. I feel You're like big most, Nobody's talking about the mist. I talk about it. Sometimes. They call me the maid of the mist. Uh, we got a special offers offer for our listeners. You can join the 10 million who have tried Harry's. Claim your special offer by going to harrys.com slash circling back. That's going to get you quite the deal. You know the thing I like about Harry's as well? The founders, they're just two regular guys like us. Tired of getting ripped off, paying for overpriced gimmicks. Gimmicks, vibrating heads, heated blades, handles, look like a prop from a sci-fi movie. You don't need that. These are just tactics to let them jack the price up. It's stupid. $2 a blade, that's what you're getting with Harry's. They've got that factory. They've got a blade factory in Germany. Why are more people not talking about that? I love that. You know me. I was born in Germany. Munich, shout out. 100% quality guarantee. If you don't love your shave, let them know. They'll give you a full refund. Remember, go to harrys.com slash back. this summer, Refresh your wallet and your face with the Harry's Trial Set. Comes with the weighted ergonomic handle for an easy grip, a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip, and a trimmer blade for a close shave, rich lathering shave gel that will leave you smelling great, and a travel blade, which I love the travel blade. It's got the little cover, and it keeps your razor dry and easy on the go. Check it out, harrys.com slash circling back. Redeem that offer. Okay. Dave, you got some kind of
1: story that you were, you were tweeting about, apparently?
0: If you follow me on Twitter at dcarterruff on Twitter and snap at dcruff on Instagram, Uh, I was doing some golf shoe shopping recently. Dylan, I think we talked about this. I was, we did golf shoes are tough to purchase. It's you have to think about like, how many rounds am I going to play in shorts? How many rounds am I going to play in pants? Colors clashing comfort spikes. I've been a soft spike guy for a while. Um, so I've kind of leaned towards the Nike. Now I did, I did go with the FootJoy last time around, but this time I was going to go back to Nike. They got some good styles.
1: Did out you there. pull trig yesterday? I did. Oh,
0: I did. But one thing I noticed, if you saw, uh, on my Twitter at D Carter I did come across the golf sandal, the FootJoy golf sandal, which, uh, I've got a golf trip coming up and I'm trying, we, they do like a last place has to do some kind of crazy shit thing. And, like, I'm trying to get them to do, like, the last place team has to wear these and actually buy them and wear them seriously. (laughs) But it reminded me of a time when I was in Lubbock and I played a money game that I got kind of coerced into by a friend of ours, who you know, Dylan. Uh, He was actually the partner at the law firm I went out to uh, Lubbock for. And it was him and two other guys, and we went out to Lake Ridge Country Club Played a money game. It was more than I normally play for. I mean, you know, a few hundred bucks on the line per person. And uh, one of the guys that was playing on the other team was wearing the golf sandals. Barrett, knee jerk reaction on the golf sandal.
2: Oh uh, man, they are really, really bad.
1: Do you go socks with these or no?
2: <laughs> I I don't think you do. I think this the, guy I think, did the, not. I think the intent is to you just get you. You're such a guy that needs to let your feet breathe at all. Moments, yeah. just you know, for those no who don't know what you're doing, who
1: don't know what these look like, they are they look like sandals, but they have actual like the soft golf spikes on the bottom of them. Yeah, 100, yeah, they're they're truly trash.
0: <laughs> they're they're like the most norm core looking sandals, too. Like John Duda would wear socks with these and just wear them to the bar.
2: Yeah, they're like the bad brown leather, they look very like 1998 type thing.
0: It's not a good look, no. Uh, so I get to the first tee and I see this dude wearing them, and he's like. This guy, he's an older guy, and he doesn't give a fuck. He's kind of, kind of wild, and he's just wearing him. And he plays like a, a, plays it short off the tee, but hits every fairway. He's that kind of guy. But he's the dude who will drop like a fifty foot putt in. Like he's a guy you don't want to play in a money game. He's just, he's just like that. Well, we're playing, and they get down pretty big to me and my buddy, who I I worked for at the time. And he he starts getting desperate, and you know I'd never met this guy. And he starts giving me these faux compliments. So, like, I would go to tee off, and I would take a couple practice swings. And he'd go, he'd stop me. And he'd go, you know, I just got to tell you, man, you got the prettiest short little backswing. And he would say <laughs> it like that. And he could tell that it was kind of getting in my head because I'm self-conscious about my backswing. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, then after that, I'm trying to reach a little further back, and I'm, I'm, I'm losing my timing. And, I, you know, he started to, like, chirp me. This guy's chirped me on like every T box. I knew like, what he was doing, you're saying? I knew exactly what he was doing. And he, he knew what he was doing. Oh, he doing. knew what he was doing. Okay. And it worked for a couple of holes. And then luckily, like my, my playing partner uh picked me up. But so we ended up taking this taking these guys for, for a decent amount of money. And uh still waiting to see that payout. Cause he never paid up. And it's just it's just How much was it? Uh I think I'm owed about it was like five fifty.
1: Five dollars and fifty. Five hundred fifty. Five hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. He owed you five fifty. Yeah. That's a hefty. Holy song. shit. Yeah. What were y'all playing?
0: I don't even remember the format, dude. It was just it was just two on two. I think it was I think it was honestly best ball, and it wasn't that was like okay whatever there might have been some business interests involved too like just like whatever it wasn't about me I would have never have gone and played had had you know our buddy. Um, not drag me into it. I would have never gone because I don't play for that much money. Rarely. I mean, Lubbock was a great time, oil boom, everything. But like,
1: you figured a guy in sandals like that's going to pay his debts, you know? He did not
0: pay his debts. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's just funny because I I I tweeted those out and I I posted them on my Instagram and got a lot of feedback. Uh, A lot of people are calling me a coward for not actually pulling trig on them. Which I don't know. I feel like those people don't have my best interest in mind at heart. No. You know, they're just like, they just want to see me do a bit, don't they?
2: I, well, uh, but I got to say, I could see you doing this bit. Really? I could see you doing golf sandals bit.
0: Does it not look like it would not have the support you need to sustain a golf swing?
2: No, it feels like, it. yeah, I feel like you'd be sl- sliding around in those things.
0: Yeah. What do you play golf in? What, what's your shoe of choice? Uh,
2: so I've got a, it's like a Tiger Woods Nike from probably probably two years ago now. Okay. But I, you also one of the things you posted was those Air Max One, Dude. and I I really want a pair of those. You mentioned that you didn't think you could pull them off because of skinny ankles. Yeah, I think it's I think it's the opposite. I think skinny
1: ankles works in that type of sneaker.
0: Dylan, you've seen the Air Max, right? Yeah, explain
1: the ankle thing to me. I don't, I don't really follow. Here's what I why mean. why would why does that style expose your skinny ankles? Yeah,
0: the shoe. Okay, when I look down at the shoe because I tried them on, I hit balls in them and everything. It looked too bulky to me mm. around the foot. And I already have, like I said, skinny ankles, skinny calves. It just, I felt like it was going to magnify and look silly. And me, I don't, you look good, play good. You got to feel good when you go step onto the tee. And while these are tight shoes, and I, if anybody else wants to buy them, I would absolutely say do it. Uh, I mean, it was hard for me to turn these down. They're Mavs colors. They got the, you know, the Air Max makes the Rockets colors too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're badass. Um, I just couldn't do it, man. I, I'd like, I would like to see them on you though. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like you and I probably have similar ankles, but I feel like you, you get away with more.
2: Maybe so. You but could I, probably I, pull these off. But, uh, but that's, I, I would like a pair of those. I probably need a new pair of, of golf shoes. Did you end up, uh, did you end up copying anything? I did. I got
0: some of the, uh, I think that's like the fly wire. They're like, they're cheap. They're like 80 bucks.
2: So Nike one's still though, right? Nike's. Yeah. yeah.
0: They've got the little, um, the little tail on the back that helps you pull them on. Mm-hmm. They look clean. They're very light. I don't know how well they're going to hold up. I got a golf trip to New York here in a, about a month, but uh, we'll see how they are in the cold weather or in the chilly weather. But
1: I'm excited. I, I'm in the market. Well, I, I need to be. I have I have pretty trash golf shoes. <laughs> Every time I wear them, I'm, I'm photographed and I'm, I get just shredded for it.
2: Are you Are you guys okay with like the shift from like your classic looking kind of spectator
1: foot joy yes. look to
2: full on sneaker look? Basically? I don't care
1: with it, but I, I still have a. a deep appreciation for the yeah, you know, yeah. the old school footjoy look with the, I was the watching, white and brown.
0: I was watching Justin Thomas yesterday and yeah, he's he keep, rocking the all whites.
1: He keeps it pretty
2: classic.
0: They look good on him.
2: They yeah. do look good.
0: And then also but like, He's
2: also a polo boy.
0: He is a polo boy. So those, those pair well so together. So they pair well together. Yeah.
2: What do you what do y'all think of like the, the Nikes that Brooks Kepka is always wearing? They like almost look like they have like big straps on them.
1: Not really a I'm fan. I'm not a big fan of any of Brooks'
0: fits which, you know, he's a Nike guy. He's known to rock just the bottom-of-the-line hat for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> they make him wear it. Uh, I don't
1: really like what Under Armour's doing either. The the speeds, uh, they don't look mm. – I don't know. Yeah. They're, the, they're a little off to me.
0: Uh, I think an underrated player on tour, just as far as uh, getting fits off goes, is DJ. Oh, yeah. Dustin Johnson always looks clean, and he wears the, the kind of the tennis shoe-looking um, – I don't know what you would call it. It almost it almost looks like a van, but it's not. But it looks really good on him. Mm, mm-hmm. He's got a he he pulls it off quite well. But yeah, I almost thought I thought about going back to like the old foot joy. but I don't know. It made me think. Uh, one time I wore my foot joys in college, and this dude Birdsong. You remember Jeremy Birdsong? Yeah, Bear, You probably met Birdsong. He goes. He like he he's like, oh dude, you got a JPGA tournament coming up. And I was like, and I didn't even know what that meant, but he was he was making fun of my shoes, and it's always stuck with me. I let shit bother me, if you can't uh, tell. Bear, here's the shoe I purchased.
2: Okay, yeah, those look, those look good. Yeah.
1: Okay, I see you did. It's just
0: a gray and white, pretty simple. It looks like a tennis shoe. I would wear them out more, honestly. Because um, there's nothing worse than having to, like, change shoes if you're going to go get lunch after a round of golf. You don't want to be the dude, like, who walks in Twin Peaks rocking his foot joys. You can't do that. We've all now. been there. Yeah. Though. Yeah, They're not even going to serve your ass. Do that move. <laughs> uh, any other golf talk? Anybody got anything else? I don't think so. Kay. Did you watch any Corn Ferry this weekend? I did not. Bo Hostler, I think, got his card back. I saw that. Shout out to Bo. Did he lose that. his card? Yes. He lost it earlier, like uh, like a couple months Damn. ago. I
2: hate to see it.
1: Shouts to Haas. He got it back, though. For another
2: program. I, uh, Dylan Fratelli, another UT guy? Uh-huh. I had no idea he was a UT guy.
1: Yeah. He's actually a South African.
2: Okay. But uh
1: played golf at UT. You know who uh you also know
2: rocks the sleeve. You know who is poised for uh for big things, I think, is that Victor Hovland.
0: Dude, I love that kid.
2: I think he's gonna be he's really good. Good. I mean uh, he is good. I think he's going to really, really good. have a good career.
0: Hey, uh dude who did win yesterday on the Corn Ferry, Scotty Scheffler, he's a longhorn guy, right? Scheffler, he was on those Bo Hossler teams, I think. I don't know. I think he was. Shout out to him. We uh, don't know much about you clearly, but <laughs> Big shouts to you. You know what I do know a lot about? It's Succession. It's a great show.
1: It's a good program.
0: HBO Zone. We're going to talk about it right now. There's going to be some spoilers, so you can check the time cues in the uh, bio or whatever it is and skip or just listen to it. Fuck it. I mean, it's Succession, dude. You're going to watch it either way, even if it gets spoiled. Uh, I thought last night was a great follow-up episode. The, the The season opener, I thought, was good, but not great. This was... Last night was was fucking amazing. for Kendall me. got
1: his balls back.
0: He got his balls back, but he did did he? Like, what is? Yeah, is still that's a
2: good question. Did he? I'm not sure. It's he got his dad's balls back. Let, let me just say, well, two things. One, last night's episode had me thinking in my head afterwards that this could be one of the best TV shows of all time if they can if they like continue on the wow. trajectory. Okay, like, that's that's the type of impression that the uh, that the episode left me with.
0: Yeah, you got to see best of all time. No, no, no.
2: I'm just. I'm. I'm not saying it is.
0: Like it has the
1: potential to be.
0: That's yes. Yeah. You know, Dylan said that Game of Thrones is the best TV show. He said everyone thinks that.
1: (laughs) I never said that. Pull
2: the pull the tape. Like it. It. It has. It's got all of the right elements. Like the story is well constructed. The characters are extremely like fleshed out and like all very three dimensional and they all like have, you know they've all, they've all got like something that you're interested in. You can't, it's hard to put a pin in any of these people because it's like, they have humanity, but they're also kind of terrible. It's funny. It's just, it's paced well, like, and then for me, like, I just, I love the, I like the, 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 the business aspect of it too. Like I like thinking about like the bear hugs and the takeovers and the gutting of the companies and and all that type of like kind of corporate espionage.
1: When they started talking shit. like media metric stuff, did it bring you back to? Oh, you know, when he asked of, for KPIs? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of stuff <laughs> in that that might have triggered me. Oh, uh, the, the Facebook algorithm stuff. The fa- was, yes. They never yes, had a yes. conversation Dude, at yes. Grand X. Oh, my God. But well, we never that called was... it face fucked like they did, which I thought was really funny. Yeah. It, Wait, what were they saying? He's, he's talking about how the their traffic had dipped. He goes, yeah, the Facebook algorithm changed. He goes, yeah, we got face fucked. Oh, that's pretty Facebook, good pretty damn i like to d- use that there were they're they're
2: clearly like pulling a lot from that's another thing that the show is doing doing well is that the topics the business topics are like pretty relevant as well um, Dude, the, the unionizing the unionizing with the writing staff that could yes, not have worked out better seriously yeah. and call. then like a month or two ago i don't know if you guys saw like there but there were big profiles written about the collapse of uh of what is it, babe.com babe.net
0: Oh, uh, that's Dylan's thing. <laughs> or what, I don't know what
2: that shit is. what was it called? It was like it was a it was uh E-Bombs it, World. It was a <laughs> It was another new media company that like basically soared way too close to the sun and then collapsed in a ball of flames. And I mean the you you read about the stuff and it's just like we the three of us all obviously have like very real world experience with, with how that type of thing can go. Yeah. And so it was just to watch them do this Volter new media company like, and kind of thrash it was, was just interesting.
1: So get gutted. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was, uh, you know, like when you're watching, um, Silicon Valley and you know, like the, the companies they're alluding to, you know, there's like, there's somebody that they're parodying. There's a basis of truth yeah, in there. Exactly. You get that same feel from this, like Volter. Like I'm like in my head I'm like okay who are they talking about who are they talking about like, you know is, is this a uh, you know is, is this ga- or something is this Gawker is this Gawker yeah it was it was so funny and then when when Roman and Kendall are walking in to like go meet with uh, the Asian dude who's also I hope we don't see the last of him because he's him and Kendall have a great dynamic mm-hmm, yeah. he's a great character uh, but when they're walking in Roman's like oh all the journalists like he's just so dismissive <laughs> of them it's so it's so shitty Roman's on one dude like. Last season, everybody like I, I think most people were like, "Man, Roman's a dickhead, but he's like a cool dickhead." He is such a prick. This season, like he's becoming like a yes. full on
2: socio. Yeah, he, yeah. I mean, his dis like his disregard and disrespect for literally everybody, literally anything that is yeah. not in his world of like super high powered, you know, <laughs> just business Anyone, bullshit. Yeah, Anyone who's not his dad? It, yes, is really really. Uh, I mean, it's fun to watch, but it's yeah, he's he's a huge prick.
0: Yeah, and I thought th- that scene at the dinner party with him yeah. and Shiv sitting across from each other, uh, it's real. That was really interesting. It's like, cause you know, I think I think most people like Shiv, and they're like, okay, but she's a lot like Roman. Like they're just all this this whole family are just they're all just socios, man. It's fucking. It makes such good television. It's so weird that the only redeeming characters like Greg, who hasn't even played a big role in this season, other than like being like the the coat guy.
1: Greg is too pure to be involved with the, this family.
0: <laughs> I got to give a shout out. I might have brought this up last week. I got to give shouts to uh, the producers and the writers for not forcing more Greg in because you know he was such a uh, a character that everybody loved last season that you could see them like maybe almost overdoing it with Greg, but like they're being very smart about how they're. Putting them into the storylines.
2: Yeah, we had this exact. We basically had that exact conversation last week on uh, other podcast, Oysters, Clams, and Cockles. Which quick plug: if you love hearing about TV and want to talk about other shows as well, you can go check that out. We are uh, talking about Mindhunter, and Succession, and uh, Dark, and Fleabag. Just every, how happy t- are you that Euphoria is over? So I actually, I, I'm, I'm glad it's over but by the end of season 1 euphoria i really really liked euphoria a lot a of lot. people are saying that yeah i might have to give it a shot yeah uh, but anyways um we had that exact conversation like sometimes when when a show reacts to what the audience liked you know they like do they get too fan service they're like oh people fucking loved greg we need more greg more greg and that they used him so sparingly in episode 1 was was very smart cuz he's you got you need him as like You just want him like like, we got more of him in episode two and it was a nice little kind of some moments of brevity like him Kendall giving him that apartment was like a two million dollar apartment, right? Oh, probably more. Yeah,
0: that is so sick. Yeah, it it reminded me of the uh, did you ever see the movie big with Tom Hanks? Yeah, you know when he goes back to her place or I think she goes back to his place and he's got like the trampoline in his in his big high rise apartment. It reminded me of the of that one. Shout out to Big, one of my all time favorite movies. Uh, it's a classic. <laughs> it is a classic. Uh, yeah, dude. Like, so is that just gonna be Kendall's crash pad to like just go and <laughs> creepy? Kendall's such a bad look. When, when Kendall's out trying to like talk to chicks, it's so sad.
2: Well, man, one of the things about Kendall, I think that it's a really interesting decision that they made, is to like he wants to be on the bike so bad that even though his dad was like, "No, you can't ride the bike by yourself." He's just, he wasn't like, okay, just give me, let me ride in the backseat of the Maybach. He was like, okay, I'll, I'll ride on the back of the bike with this other dude driving it. Okay.
0: What is this? What's the story there? Why did his, why is his dad doing that? Or like, why is he riding a motorcycle?
2: Because he doesn't, well, he, he's not allowed to drive the motorcycle. Okay. So he's got his chaperone basically driving the motorcycle. But why a motorcycle? Is it to, to get
0: in and out of New York traffic? We, we we were talking about this last week. We weren't no, sure. Like, like, why isn't he just in like a limo?
2: Yeah, because it's like a character quirk. Because he wants to be, uh, he wants to like feel like the badassery or the freedom or the living on the edge or you know whatever you want to read into it. Damn. Okay. But he he just wants to be on the bike instead of. Why isn't he allowed to to drive the bike? Because he's a cokehead. He's a parental fuckup, and is a yeah, and likes to get shitfaced and make yeah. terrible decisions. Okay. Yeah.
0: Dude, see that's the kind of analysis that we just we just don't have. We're not. We don't. We not We can't. We can't go down to that deep level. I,
2: I thought it was. I mean, th- that's kind of what we were saying. Like it after episode one, it was like, dude, just get in the back of the Benzo or whatever, man. Don't don't ride the bike with this guy. But then I thought they kind of drove that point home when he pulls over and stops at the end of the episode to get cigarettes, <laughs> and it's like just so fucking uh, like mad at himself and the whole world and pissed off that steals he the steals the batteries and chunks them. And then gets on the bike and it's like, I, this is a very clear choice that he just wants to feel riding on the bike. Like that's what he, yeah, he needs that, that, that feeling of like the thrill or something.
0: Okay. Did he get his swag back when he went and uh, shut down Volther? Like, cause I couldn't tell if, how he felt about that. Like, was he, was that making him happy? Like feel alive again? Because afterward it's, it sure seemed like he was dead
2: did y'all watch the the breakdown on the inside the episode after after the show i did not okay so jesse armstrong the showrunner talked about how when you basically like there's a freedom in basically releasing any responsibility that you have for doing shitty things so his like basically like his mindset is that because he is in this like extremely submissive relationship with his father now where he basically can't say no to his dad. It kind of gives him like, well, I, I just do whatever he says because I don't have another choice. So anything that I do, I don't really bear like ultimate responsibility for. So he's just like, I think he's just a shell right now. And he obviously like hates himself, hates who he is, like hates the situation that he's in feels immense guilt for what happened, like is losing his family, can't even hug his kids. Like this dude, like you said, is dead inside. But at the same time, he's able to do something like just like viciously gut Valter under the guise of like trying to save it even because he doesn't feel
1: like, who cares? It's not his fault.
0: It, it makes sense. It
1: did feel to me like he got his mojo back, even if it was just part of his mojo, uh, by by gutting it in the way he did it so ruthlessly and told that guy called that guy a cunt yeah and all that i think what i think kind of what we're
2: seeing is that despite all of his flaws this dude is actually good at this shit yeah like he is a good he's he's good at this at this type of business
0: yeah um he's built for it um if he ever gets his confidence back that'll be we were, thats what we were talking about last episode. We're like, "Dude, is he ever going to get it back?" Because I, I don't know. I was like, "I don't know if I can do an entire season of him moping around." But I,
2: I think that halfway through the season, probably episode five or or so, maybe six, I think that there will be an opportunity for him. There, there's going to be something big on the table for him again. Yeah. No, I don't think it's good, but I don't think it's going to be at Waystar. Yeah. Like I basically think he'll get another chance to, possibly, stick it to his dad.
1: And he's. He's so beaten down, that like it's, yeah, like just you can't, it can't get any worse for him. Like, right? He's almost like, like impervious to insult or anything. Yeah, Roman just gives it to him nonstop, and he just doesn't even acknowledge the, the the insults. Dude spits in his face when he got fired. He's like, "Is that all? You, that's all yeah. you got?" He, he's just there's nothing left of him. Like yeah. he's he's just he's just soulless at this point, kind of.
0: You think they're ever going to give us more on Connor? like the presidential run, like I feel like that's a thing that he's just been saying and we don't really, we don't know anything. Like, is he serious or is this just like a thing he's saying? It's uh, yeah, yeah it's that's so a, funny.
2: That's a good question. Like, is it something that they're actually going to run with or is it just like a, the C storyline? That's kind of like an ongoing joke. I'm not sure.
0: I almost feel like it might <laughs> be like, uh, it's like your buddy who's like, yeah, I'm going to start this. Uh, I'm going to start like a vodka company. Or something, you know, and like he never really does it. He just says that, like you know, your buddy who's like a, a trust fund hippie or something, yeah. and he's always like, "Yeah, I got this business I've been working on." Like, okay, and it just never goes anywhere. Like, I'm wondering if that's like what this storyline right. is.
2: I did like Romans burn at the hotel where he's like, "Oh, I love what you didn't do with the place." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wonder how many of those are written and how much of that's like ad lib because he's he seems like a sharp enough guy to where he he probably throws the way the, he delivers them in a way that's like, "Wow, that's that sounded really." real like that just came off your dome yeah
2: he embodies the character very well so there's definitely a, sh- a chance that he, he kind of throws in some of his own
0: uh barbs one more thing did you notice tom in one of the opening scenes like he was rocking the uh the, the michael douglas wall street the suspenders, uh-huh, yeah. like the old school <laughs> dude I, it's so funny to me like his that's a great god it's, there's so many good characters like i want to just be like oh what a great character but it's like i keep saying it over and over because yeah dude so, there's so many of them
2: I thought it was interesting. I remember when this show came out, there was a pretty much, pretty wide acceptance or knowledge that the Roy family and ATN was like loosely based on Rupert Murdoch and Fox News, among other people. But I thought it was interesting that this episode essentially confirmed yeah. that ATN is Fox News. The exact same thought. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think that I don't think the choice to to kind of reveal that one way or another makes a huge difference. Um, I kind of liked that it was vague, almost like an, almost like an, you know, remember how in Veep, how they never, ever, ever like let you in on what party Selena Meyer is a mm-hmm. part of, like whether she's a Democrat or a Republican. Yeah. And in fact, there's like mixed signals because they pull from like both for her policies even, and like just like thought process. So I, I thought that there was, I thought it was kind of interesting to kind of let that, let that hang even if it was pretty clear that somebody like logan roy and his family would be like on that side of things but um well so we'll see i'm just kind of curious to see how how far they where they push that storyline now that we know it's like conservative news basically
0: there's got to be a chance that either roman or kendall shows up on like jeff epstein's flight logs right (laughs) Like, he, like, one of those two guys is in the black book, right? It would
2: have to be Roman.
0: You would have to be Roman. Uh, Yeah, dude, they, they gave Greg that nod where he was like, you know, this is against my principles. Like, they're right. I mean, he's the only likable character. <laughs> like, I mean, really. He's the only
1: good person on the show. Yeah. Or the, uh, yeah. the... Everyone else is trash.
0: What's the the older lady who's like the the legal officer? Like, she's like their in-house... Oh, Jerry? She's, she seems okay. Yeah. She seems like she's just like... Fuck it, you know I'm <laughs> made it this far. Yeah, um, keep collecting
1: those checks, girl.
0: Keep collecting them. Well, good stuff. Uh, I don't know how we're gonna do this without Barrett going forward, because like, I feel like yeah, I might
1: have to call in every
0: every uh, <laughs> yeah. every succession. You don't mind discussion. getting up early with us every uh, Monday morning? Um, hey, let's talk about honey real quick. You ever buy something online only to find out later you missed a discount? I think I just did that with golf shoes. So I, I didn't buy those online. Probably should have. I don't overspend anymore, and that's thanks to Honey. I I just found out about Honey like a few months ago. I did too, and I felt like an idiot, like I'd been wasting money.
1: Well, what I usually do is when I buy something online, I spend like I'll put something in, you know, in the cart. Then I'll just go scour the internet for you know twenty minutes looking for a promo code. Sometimes I find one, sometimes I don't. Total waste of time, and I'm probably missing out on some good ones. Honey takes care of
0: that. It's a free browser plugin. It's an add-on. It finds the best deals online. It magically auto applies the best deal to the cart at checkout. Takes all the work, so Dylan's spending like 20 minutes surfing the web. He loves surfing, but he could have just had Honey, and it would have just you know been way more efficient. Yep. Discounts and coupons across more than 37,000 sites. That's crazy. Amazon, Sephora, Best Buy, Nordstrom. Anybody ever heard of it? And more. It's fantastic with Honey. I don't worry about missing a deal. I just shop like normal. They handle the rest. I love it. Uh it saved 10 million members an average of $28.61. That's really good. Time Magazine calls Honey basically free money. Check it out. Go to honey.com/ circling back honey.com/ circling back. That's a that's the thing we're doing, man. I'm all in on Honey. Everybody is. Over 100,000 five-star reviews. That's more than Club Cool and Circling Back combined. Check it out. <laughs> So hot girl summer's coming it's, to an end.
1: Yes. But don't worry.
0: Football season can't get here soon enough. The next
1: season is rapidly approaching. What's the next season? It is Christian Girl Fall. Okay. You see you see this thing online, Dave, on the internet? This is something
0: that I can proudly say we are perfectly late on. And I'm excited about it. Yes. Because I feel like lately circling back's been like kind of relevant, like and like timely with some of our stuff. This is one that's like at least two weeks old. We're a little bit late. Which is
1: very on-brand for us. Yeah, I'm happy.
0: I'm happy we're getting back to our roots. So
1: Christian Girl Fall is... Um, apparently Christian girls love the fall. They, they like to dress for it. They like to get their pumpkin spice lattes going.
0: It started with this girl, Caitlin Covington. Like, someone found a photo of her. She's I think she's like a lifestyle blogger. She's on Instagram. I'll, I'll shout her out. At CM Coving. C-O-V-I-N-G. Uh, she posted these some photos and honestly this is this is ac- this is like all the women i know
1: this chick has a million followers
2: really
0: how so i think she's blown up
1: well she probably just blew up from
2: christian girl autumn yeah i i just i, I got to weigh in here quickly that this is uh, like when you see these photos that you know epitomize you know the ethos of christian girl autumn you you know the look. You immediately know exactly what they're talking about. And there's never been a better description of what like of what this is, of who this person is yeah. and like what their deal is. But this is kind of like this this is like the original mom blogger like look, basically. Yeah.
1: Oh, it absolutely is. You know what I mean? Like she graduated from uh Georgia or Alabama, somewhere in the southeast, Ole Mess probably. <laughs> yeah. Um and yeah, she she. <laughs> she lives in Uptown now. She got wifed up, and she blogs and probably owns a boutique. Um, man, her—if you just just scanning her her Instagram page, she's pretty obnoxious. She's she's very attractive, but she's pretty obnoxious, man. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, like every every post she does is seemingly taken. <laughs> thanks, I, sorry I, actually, I
2: accidentally clicked on a video
1: about christian girl autumn seemingly <laughs> has is taken by a professional photographer she doesn't have a single like like her friend snaps a shot when they're you know at a tailgate or whatever like they're all professional shots
0: uh some of the tweets about like so i guess i guess one dude on twitter uh kind of started the meme and then some of the responses this picture left pumpkin spice residue on the inside of my screen <laughs> This picture thinks Africa is a country and is going on a mission trip there in twenty twenty. <laughs> this picture goes to brunch and gets overly excited to annoying annoyingly pronounce huevos
1: rancheros.
0: Yeah, this is this like, is pretty funny. This is basically not, just mocking white girls in their twenties. Can you
1: not just take one normal picture with your friends, like or with your, with your family? Like I'm let's see. Oh my gosh, she okay. posts a lot. Too. I feel
0: bad for her because people are just like making assumptions about like her leaves and whatnot like this one from spooky man one two three this picture asked me not to kiss another man in public and if i could please leave the restaurant <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna tweet all right i'm gonna tweet the photo from circling back if you don't know what we're talking about but I, the, dude my wife has like all of these fits uh i hate i hate to out her like that
2: this is for the okay. girls that never met a booty that they didn't like
0: Okay, is that what is that what the shoe is called? What's the, sh- the, what's the shoe called?
2: There's two options here f- to get your Christian Girl Autumn fit off, but they're both boots. Okay, you can do the low cut ones, which usually have some type of block heel. Yeah, and the we- that's a booty.
0: Okay, got it.
2: Yeah, and then the other option is the the leather boots that come up almost to the knees. Oh, that's 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 and that's, see, that's, the that's, one. And that's the a horse, right. Is that the horse? Riding, that's a riding boot. Riding yeah.
1: boot. Yeah. Yeah. That's those a, are your
2: two. Op- those are your two options.
1: Hide. So there, is, I did find one picture of she. Okay, she's now married, but back in December of 2018, she posted. She's in Hawaii and she's kissing her husband, and he has a very professional camera slung around his neck. So, he... Oh, <laughs> like man. this is like this is that couple. he's a camera cuck. Yeah. Oh come on. They, they go on vacation and uh, it's it's not to you know. Priority one is just getting dope grams off.
0: They do look like the type of couple that would have been in on the, uh, what's the, like the GoPro thing where she's leading him by the oh hand. Oh my God. And you can only see, <laughs> you see like the hand and her like walking in, in Tulum or something.
1: Noxious thing ever.
0: Dude, what's, okay, what's, uh, what's Christian Guy Autumn looking like? I mean, it's got to be just like a Vineyard Vines vest thrown over like a flannel, right? With like jeans and maybe some like either, I don't know, if you're in Texas, it's got to be some like some boots. I mean, this is. I'm basically describing myself here.
1: I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just. I'm just. I'm. I'm in a wormhole here. I think this, you. Kn- I think girl. you nailed it. Yeah. God dang. It. I have a, pl- it a plaid,
2: shirt plaid shirt. of some sort,
1: tucked in. Tucked in. Have, you, have y'all Flee- seen <laughs> fleece vest over it? Have y'all seen the uh, the URL for her blog? No. Just take a guess of what you think it could be.
0: Hotgirljesus.com. <laughs>
1: um southern curls and com. <laughs> no she used to write for TSL? southern curls and oh my god dude no i can't stand this girl she 100 <laughs> percent.
0: she knows who you are i will say that she's aware of dylan she's aware of dorn dude this girl's probably drunkenly dm'd you like six years ago
1: i don't think i don't think she did is she on twitter I don't know, I'm sure.
0: You know who she reminds me of? Like her style, and this is not an insult. It's someone we used to work with. Spencer. Spencer, our old friend Spencer, would kill Christian Girl
2: Autumn. As she probably going to.
0: She's probably gonna.
2: Yeah. I don't doubt it.
0: Dude, <sighs> look, my my wife's gonna kill Christian girl autumn.
2: I think the piece, the the piece de résistance. That doesn't make any sense here. I don't think I'm using that correctly. <laughs> um, the, the 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 ultimate the <laughs> ultimate the accessory that that like I feel like takes the regular autumn girl fit and turns it into full blown uh, Christian Girl Autumn fit is the scarf.
0: Scarf changes everything
2: because uh, lots of women like the big cozy sweaters and the blue denim, maybe with some light distressing on it. Booties are obviously, like, a big fall choice for girls. But then when you wrap around, like, a big plaid fuzzy scarf around the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. That's when you really take it into into Christian girl autumn territory, I think.
0: Especially when it's probably, like, 65 degrees. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, it's kind like, of the eh. kind of the equivalent of of when you're in college, and it's like it dips below sixty five oh, for the bro. first time all year, and you
1: immediately grab your Patagonia, or yeah, your North, North, face. North Face. I yeah. am on SouthernCurlsAndPearls dot currently. What's and, the first uh, blog title? There's there's nothing for me here, <laughs> folks. Uh, we'll see. So, so he has many tabs, or like what do you call them? The things at the top, categories, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, this is not like a, a typical blog. Well, well, actually, I take that back. Let's see. My three step self-care routine is the first blog okay and this oh no okay She's actually probably I, not even doing step one turn pouting. off your phone
2: okay stop.
1: <laughs> step two scrub in the tub step three pamper your pout i don't even. okay your what your pout i was using piece to resistance properly
0: that's pretty good yeah yeah
2: the most important or it's the definition is the most important or remarkable feature
0: when's the last
1: time you pampered your pout oh boy it's been a while. Imagine how obnoxious it would be if this was your significant other. <laughs> like, just imagine. Dude, these. I have to stop. You can't take we should a get group her on the photo. pod. Get her on the pod. I don't want her on the pod. <laughs> I kind of do. <laughs> Unless she posts about it on her uh, Instagram account. With Can I compliment followers.
0: her? Dude, she's got great
1: hair. She does have great hair. She's very attractive. We, it's, objectively, she's a, a hot woman, but nah. Nah, fam.
0: Dude, she 100% has a golden doodle, right? Like she, she definitely has, has but to. like but like the not like the mini one, but like the mid sized one. She has a dog mom. Okay. Is it say that? It says <laughs> it in her bio, yeah. I would like <laughs> it I would like it if you walked over here right now and just beat me to death, Dylan.
1: <laughs> what was that?
0: Did y'all hear that? Is that your computer? No. That's outside. Oh. Did somebody just set up like an amp and just
2: hit like <laughs> a bar chord? <laughs> that was weird. It kinda of sounded like they went down a zip line.
1: That was really <laughs> sound like people were. We're fighting with lightsabers. Yeah, that's also exactly that, right. Yeah,
0: dude. Part of Hot Girl Summer is ziplining in Costa Rica. Yeah, it- <laughs> like oh, you have to. That's that's that. That's the transition. That's when you know Hot Girl Summers coming to an end, and Christian Girl Autumn's about to fly, like fire up.
1: We make fun, but this girl probably just makes so much money from her her blogging and oh yeah, and Instagram shit. Yeah, like so much. Money. I bet she
0: has a Patreon, and she's got like twenty thousand patrons.
2: I mean, the, you know, the the biggest issue here is that this is just this is so saturated. Like these, like these bloggers are a diamond dust. Yes. So
0: I, when I was doing the PGP thing, I would get once a month, someone who has, comes from this, um, you know, these kind of bloggers, they would hit me up wanting to write on the site. Yeah. Not her, but like, and I would always look, I'd always give them consideration. Cause like, we were always trying to mix in like, right, we need more, f- you know, uh, female writers. And like a lot of it was just. It was like stuff like this. they didn't really have anything that fit our brand. yeah. it was a lot of like writing about self-care and shit. I'm like, yeah, that's fine, but you gotta it's hard to be funny and like entertaining writing about self-care yeah although pampering your pouts and new
1: ones as far as I can tell, she does not have a patreon the man the other thing is as as a
2: as as a few dudes sitting around a table that are all uh, you know savvy micro influencers Try, uh-huh. in my case yeah. maybe a micro micro influencer. For now. Uh, for now. There's no... A million followers doesn't mean anything. I don't know if you guys covered that story of, of the girl that has like two million followers and tried to like launch some t-shirts and she couldn't sell 36 of them. Yeah. yeah. But
1: I, I think that the ads they do, like the the product plugs, I think they pay pretty decently if you have a milli. I, I'm not saying that they don't, but I'm saying that I don't know if
2: like... How many of those... Sometimes... Those don't really convert all that
1: well is, they're not is all I, I'm saying
0: they're not good followers. they're not engaged.
1: I would be shocked if she if she's bringing in less than two hundred k a year. shocked.
0: What do you think her KPI's that is would
1: are? that would be surprising to me. Really? I don't think she's bringing in that much man what's she advertising what like if you if you what's her spawn con? here's one of them is a vital protein collagen water I just clicked on oh that's
0: a big one
1: call any collagen <laughs> that's huge right now. um here's one that uh, looks like some kind of skin scrub. See, I just,
2: these companies, the skin scrubs and the tummy tees and the collagen waters, they, they don't have like, they're not walking around with million dollar ad budgets.
0: Yeah. she You might get one or two ads, but like, it's not going to be a
1: sustained deal. Yeah. But she, she does them all the time. Like, she's doing them daily. Damn. She does a lot of posts, by the way. Mm. Lots.
0: Well, she's blown up. We're helping blow her up by talking about it. But so, yeah, she was, she got memed and now she's flipping that meme
1: and making tree, money tree for head. her. Uh yeah, these are all sponsored posts, man. This is crazy does she do does she vlog? I mean she needs to get into vlogging That's where it's at. everybody's pivoting I don't, I don't to video. Know if she vlogs do you think what do you think her accent sounds like? hey guys
0: <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> One of my favorite things is just going to a Georgia football game. I love <laughs> Athens. I love going back. She I is, love my dogs. just
1: have a pretty dope hat though flat brim.
0: dude last so, night. Last night in Succession, when they they did talk about
1: pivoting to video, I was like, <laughs> "God, dude, they're, how they're nailing this!" Yeah. Oh, they they did some research. Yeah. They talked to people in the in the in the business. So funny. Sure. Uh, her her husband is uh, just okay looking, just okay.
0: What's he like? A, he like walked onto the at Auburn or something. He was, like a third string. That's not, seems, that seems seems like somebody she would marry.
1: Um. I, I don't know. His bio on Instagram just says Married to an Amazing Woman at right. at CM Coving. Father to destructive pets. Huh. This guy stinks. How I many <laughs> This guy stinks. <laughs> he has um fifty seven hundred followers.
0: Pretty good for a civilian.
1: they're all just following her account over to his.
0: They definitely go to a mega church, right? Like, like, like they go into church and it's like walking into like a damn cowboy game. Like they got cops out there directing traffic. Okay. That's don't show me that
1: from a post from May. He has a puka shell necklace on. All right. A, uh, a chest tattoo. It looks like a, a like a cancer ribbon of some sort. Oh, okay. Um, and then is that some kind of doodle?
0: That's definitely a doodle. A doodle so. on his lap. So good job. I'm Dave. not going to hate on the doodle. I love the doodle, but you can just tell when you see a doodle person, and people might think that when they look at
1: me. This you guy know? doesn't even lift.
0: You don't think he lifts? Yeah, he does. <gasps> this guy lift. Wow. Well, I'm I'm glad we covered that. Um, I'm. It's it's one of the funnier things. I don't know how we missed it when it was really going off, but here we are. You guys got anything else you want to discuss? Man, no, that was. This was a fun. This is a fun pod.
1: This was a fun little covered plot. a lot
0: of ground. Uh, Barrett, yes. Damn, I don't know who's filling in Wednesday. We need to mix it up. Not,
1: let's see what uh, Mike is up to. We'll is, see does he is. have a nine to five now? What's his deal? I don't think so. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty let's sure Mike ass he's ass he, he, he's
2: full time on the uh, on their on their deal.
0: MWBK. Okay. Yeah. Um, bring Mike in, but going to be tough to follow this. Barrett, it's always as always. Tough to follow Barrett yeah man so much plug your socials i don't think we've done that
2: you can follow me on instagram and twitter at barrett dudley if you want to see kind of like if you want to get the gist in visual in visual format about what uh the club cool podcast is about you can go follow it on instagram as well at club cool pod subscribe to it give it a listen we'll have a new episode coming out uh, on wednesday and um yeah check out howler brothers new collection dropping tomorrow online and, uh, if you liked the succession talk and you want to hear more about other shows that, that you're watching and you're into, go give my other podcast, oysters, clams and cockles a listen too. I'm sure you're familiar with it. Uh, if, if you've, if you've been around the the circling back world for a while, we did not stop at the end of game of thrones. We've continued into new territory. We're just covering uh TV and film at large and talking about other shows and, and that's, that's going swimmingly as well. We're having a good time doing that. So, um, club cool, oysters, clams and cockles, check them out.
0: Let me ask you a question. We've had a couple months to let it simmer. Yeah, think about it. Mm-hmm. Set in there. Yes. Where do you stand on Game of Thrones? Final season.
2: <clears throat> the final season was not great over like that's I, I don't think there's any getting around that, but when I look at the show as a whole, it was six seasons of probably the best television of, ever. One season that was okay. And then one season that was, like, subpar. What was the okay season? Seven. Okay. Yeah. One through six, phenomenal television. Probably the best that's ever been done for my money.
1: And, and eight was the, the not good. Seven
2: was okay. Eight, not that good. Okay. But when you take that body of work, like, and just look at it as as a whole, I mean, it was it's still, it's unprecedented. The stuff that they did from, like, just, like, a filmmaking perspective will... You know, we likely won't see anything like that anytime soon. Uh, you know, I I I loved it no matter what. The the stuff that I still, you know, if there's anything that like still irks me, it's the type of poor writing decisions that seemed like they so easily could have been fixed. Like I'll I will never forget Benioff on screen saying that Daenerys. Kind of forgot about the Iron Fleet. Like that's that's kind of unforgivable.
0: That's that's tough. That's tough. Like, just don't say that.
2: Like that's that is just that just makes it sound like nobody in the writers' room was even paying attention.
0: It it's
1: just laziness.
2: Yeah, laziness. Yeah.
0: Okay. Does somebody like break their NDA and and like? Do like a tell-all book, for like one of the showrunners or like somebody that was in the room, be like, <laughs> "This is what happened. Everybody fucking hated each other." Or like, I want to know. Yeah. I need the dirt because yeah. it doesn't seem like, uh, people that are that good at their craft can can do yeah. can churn out what they churned out churned yeah. out in that final season. It doesn't make sense.
2: I think that Benioff and Weiss were in charge of that writers room until the last day and I think they had their heads in other places and they were focused on finishing rather than like making it good. And they got their Star Wars trilogy to worry about, uh, they got their new Netflix deal that they're focusing they on like paid. Oh and they just God. they I just don't think that they that they were giving it the attention that they had given the previous 7 seasons. Yeah,
0: I think that's fair. And maybe
2: I could be completely wrong because obviously, like a ton of money and time went into that final season. It just feels like they like were focusing big picture and they stopped paying attention to like the details. Which that's where the devil is, you know.
0: That's what made the show great. Those first six seasons, five or six seasons, like just the little details and the dialogue and the detail to writing. It's just oh, oh well, yeah. Still, all in all, still all in
2: all, incredible show that will. You know, always, always be just like in the pantheon. You
0: know, Dylan just started Sopranos.
2: I, I'm, I'm trying to talk the lady into starting Sopranos. Currently, she has zero interest in like mob, like mob stuff in general. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to pitch it as like, no, it's like a family dynamic show. Like, it's like very like, you know, it's about stuff. It's not just about mobsters killing each other. So I'm working on it. I'd like because I, I, I need to watch the Sopranos. Obviously, I, I, I lose credibility as a
1: Oh, you've never te- seen it as a television critic oh, oh. without ha- without I... ever having seen it. See, I had just seen uh, episodes here and there. I yeah. just caught it on HBO whenever, like I caught it live, right? And I'd watch, you know, but um, never all the way through. Yeah, I probably I've probably only seen twenty percent of the episodes. Yeah. Hmm. So here I am.
0: Well, I'm excited, I Baird. I hope you hop into it. Yeah, I'd, be, yeah. I'd love to hear your takes because it's it's. I've watched it twice. and It's my all time favorite for me. Yeah, Game of Thrones is close, but. Um, yeah, I, I like talking about it, especially when people are going back and watching it for the first time. So, okay. Hey, check it out. Washedmedia.com slash shop. We got mugs, we got shirts, we got all sorts of stuff. The party wave shirt, which is like the dopest thing we've ever done. Get that now. The kids love it, man. Washedmedia.com slash shop. I've been having trouble with the
1: word slash. You say okay. slash?
0: No, my, my mouth is kind of dry like i didn't bring a water so i was having trouble during the ad read so i apologize for that stupid bitch yeah i'm a real cuck
1: okay all right well that was fun thanks barrett thank you for having me i'm i'm looking forward to it